Hey there, all you roller derby fans. How's it going? This is Jackie Bauer from Power Through the Fourth Whistle. How you doing today? Well, today I have a little bit of a different recording setup. I hope you don't mind. It's just that the weather is too entirely nice to be indoors. So I'll just like paint a picture for you. I am sitting on my back porch facing the water, Grand Traverse Bay. The wind is blowing through the trees and my hair. I have an adorable, happy chocolate lab hanging out nearby, patrolling the deck, making sure nobody walks by that does not belong here. And I'm ready to talk about roller derby. And I hope that the wind doesn't get too bad. And if it does, I apologize. I just enjoy this far too much right now to go inside into a stuffy studio. So, the first ever Continental Cup happened, and it was for North America East. And I have to say, I was actually pretty um, excited about how I did on my bracket. Some things I got wrong, but a lot of the main ideas I got pretty right. For example, um, I got the winners of all the consolation games correct. However, I got the opponents of the winners, every single one of them wrong. <laughs> every single one. <laughs> so, uh, some of my predictions came to pass, just not in the order you would have thought. For example, Dub City did upset Royal City. Good on you guys. Um, I gotta say, the first two games of the tournament were incredibly exciting. Columbia Roller Derby versus Ohio Roller Derby. It was one of the, like, actually both of the first two games, it, it started with one team running away with it and the other team catching up. And that just kept going on. Uh, and you kept thinking, okay, this one team's going to have this. But then the other team starts coming back and you're like, oh, maybe they're going to get it. Maybe they're going to pull it out. They could get the win. And, you know, the, the team that had been primarily dominant during the game did end up pulling out the win in each case. But, man, was it exciting. It was so much fun. And then, oddly enough, uh, North Star versus Charm City, the two teams that were seated right next to each other, ranked right next to each other in the WFTDA, I thought, this is going to be a close game. After the last two games, boy, oh, boy, it was not. And me and Dee were both wrong. <laughs> we went with our hearts on that one for, you know, her her original league, Charm City. And, and North Star did a great job. North Star pulled out the win there. Uh, no question about it. And as I predicted, Team United did dominate Grand Raggedy in the first round. Um, and then in the second round, all of the top four seeds did maintain going forward, except for... What I felt was the most exciting game of the entire weekend, Blue Ridge Roller Girls versus Team United. I had a feeling Team United was not going to let Blue Ridge win again. Man, they're both such great teams. And in it, it, did, it did work out for Team United. They pulled it out. Uh, they did some really tough things, some crazy things, uh, some unexpected things. For example... Um, Towards the end of the game, they put out a jammer who had been a blocker for the entire game, and she was a blocker sitting on six penalties to jam. Wow, that is some gutsy, 
decision making. Oh my God. And then for the last jam of the game, they put out multiple blockers that had six penalties each. And man, they must have just had so much faith in those players' ability to perform and to get it done, get it done clean. Man, that was some seriously exciting roller derby. I was so happy to watch that game. I had to catch it later because it actually played uh, during a tournament we were hosting here in Traverse City. I was so glad. Like, if you only watch one game from the weekend, go watch Blue Ridge versus Team United. It was spectacular. Um, and then uh, looking over to the consolation bracket, uh, Charm City versus Ohio, uh, Royal City versus Grand Raggedy, Columbia versus North Star, and Dub City versus Blue Ridge. Everyone who I thought was going to win got a win that day. Uh, you know, Charm City, uh, North Star, Blue Ridge definitely came back for the win. And my dark horse, Grand Raggedy, I knew they would win their consolation game. I did not have their opponent correct, but they beat Royal City, and I really believe it was like a hometown advantage. You know, a lot of them might have gotten to go sleep in their own beds that night. There's, I mean, that really does mean a lot. It pays off a lot. And after taking a beating from Team United, they came back ready to play, and I was very happy for them. Uh, then looking over at how things fared in the final four, I was right. Charlottesville beat Mad Rollin' Dolls. So they got to go to the final. And Boston beat Team United. So they went to the final. And Boston versus Charlottesville... Maybe I went a little bit too hard on this one, but I just had to... I went with Charlottesville to win first, and they did not quite make it. Boston won instead, but that was another really good game, and I felt like Charlottesville could have taken it. I feel like if you played these teams against each other 10 times, it could have been 5-5, five and five, you know? It felt like really well-matched teams, and I was so impressed with the depth of Charlottesville's bench as far as how many players they have that can jam well and block well, do all the things. Uh, River Sticks Phoenix was the MVP of the tournament, and I thought that was incredibly well-deserved. She did a great job every time she was out there, and that was really cool to see. Uh, another just really great game. And then in the third and fourth place game, it was Mad Roland Dolls and Team United. I had picked Team United to win because I, I had a feeling they would and they did. Um, the one sad thing I want to say about Mad Roland Dolls is, you know, they played really well. Like, I thought that they had, you know, Black Velvet was back, and um, I was really happy to see that, but Mouse was injured, and that made me sad. And it made me wonder how much of an impact that had on the tournament weekend, because she's clearly been around forever. She's such a crucial part to that team. It was really sad that she wasn't there, and... Uh, yeah, um, it's too bad. I don't think that that's what determined anything by any means, but um, just Miss Mouse. So that was all my gushing about last weekend. Let's move on to this weekend because it starts tomorrow. I've waited entirely too long to record this podcast. A lot of it had to do with catching up from last weekend. And I wasn't able to get Dee to come on here and be my co-host because she had to work and do like real life things. And uh, so this one I'm doing a little solo. It's probably not as much fun to listen to me predict things, but I'm going to try anyway. 
you know, do this solo. So, our second Continental Cup is North America West. And it is starting with Evil Roller Derby versus Pikes Peak Derby Dames. Um, so, Evil, for those who don't know, is from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. They have wins over Royal City, North Star, and Ohio at Royal Brawl this year. Wins over Jet City and Happy Valley. And a loss to Tucson at Dust Devil. Lost to Calgary in March. And most of these differentials are 80 points or less, which, you know, could swing a lot. Like, some of these things could have gone either way. And then when you look at Pikes Peak, they're from Colorado Springs, Colorado. They have won 8 out of 10 games this year. That's a big winning streak. They've faced Chicago Outfit, Kansas City, Omaha, Appalachian, 10th Mountain, and a 60-point loss to Boulder County. So that's where they're at coming into this tournament. And that being said, I'm, I'm going to be quite predictable and go with Evil Roller Derby to win this one. Um, the interesting thing about this bracket compared to North America East is that East had a range of less than 30 WFTDA rankings. And the West is a range of over 50. This is a very diverse group of teams, a wide range. Um, and this is also the bracket Wasatch would have been in if they hadn't declined. Um, so you've got a lot of teams in here. Maybe some of them wouldn't have gotten to be in if there weren't some declines, but we're happy to see them, happy to get to watch them play. And yeah, uh, let's just continue with game number two, Jet City Roller Derby from Everett, Washington. They are ranked number 54 in the WFTDA. And uh, I think I forgot to mention the rankings on the other two teams before. Let's see. Evil was 46 and Pikes Peak was 84. 46 versus 84. Now you know why I'm going with the duller choice for the win. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit of a range. Um, but Jet City had a 13-point loss to Terminal City in June. That's really close. But a 42-point win over Terminal back in April. So two different results against the same team this year alone. Uh, they've got losses to Calgary and Tucson at the Big O and a win over Happy Valley and a loss to Evil at Dust Devil. They will be facing off first against No Coast. This game's at noon for the local time of the tournament. I believe it'll be an hour later in my time. Um, no Coast is ranked number 76 in the WFTDA from Lincoln, Nebraska. Actually, uh, quite a few of the last half of this bracket, um, quite a few of these teams dropped several rankings points in June. No Coast is one of them. They dropped eight spots in June. They had a one-point game against Happy Valley. Super exciting. Big losses against Minnesota, Philly, and Team United at Utter Chaos. And what that tells you is that this is a team that is not going to back down from a challenge. And they're definitely going to have a great game with Jet City. But I think Jet City's going to win. Predictably. I, I'm, eventually, I'm going to like pick something surprising here. Just wait. <laughs> um, and then at 2 o'clock on Friday, Game 3, we have the Boulder County Bombers versus the Happy Valley Derby Darlings. I just, I love their names so much. I think that's so adorable. 
Boulder County is ranked number 74 in the WFTDA. They're from Boulder, Colorado. They dropped 12 places in rankings in June. They have, oh, there's a wasp here. Oh dear, this is, this is what happens when you record outside. Okay, it's gone. Uh, oh no, it's back. Maybe leave. Please don't. Okay. I'm very professional, this is fine. <laughs> Boulder County, they have played six games this year, all decided by 60 points or less against teams like Cincinnati, Crossroads City, Pikes Peak, Quebec, and Steel City. Uh, so they've had a lot of close games. That means if they have another close game during this weekend, they're going to know what to do. Uh, they're going to respond well to it because everything's been close games this year. Uh, and then looking at Happy Valley, they are ranked number 71. Um, these two are, are the, the closest two ranked teams in the first round. They're from Salem, Utah. Dropped 13 places in rankings in June. So a lot of these teams were ranked a lot higher just the month before everything was seeded. It's very strange. Um, Happy Valley had losses to Jet City and Evil and a one-point win over No Coast. Lost to North Star. I have to go with Happy Valley for the win because I am so excited to watch them play. I've never watched them play before, though that one-point game sounds really enticing, and I think I might try to look it up tonight. Um, I'm, I'm just really excited to see what they're about because their name is so cute. All right, game four, Friday at 4 p.m. We have Crossroads City, ranked number 86 in the WFTDA. La Cruces? I can't, Cruce, New Mexico? I'm sorry, I can't say the name of your city. No wonder you're going by Crossroads City. It's for dumb butts like me who can't say words. Um, they had two close games with Boulder County. Each one took a win and a large loss to Rocky this year. And that's about all I know about where they stand versus other teams. They're going to be facing Calgary. Calgary is number 45. They are from, you know, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. There are a lot of Canadian teams in this bracket this weekend. Um, maybe the most international teams, uh, apart from, of course, our, our European Cup coming up. Um, so that's going to be fun. But they, Calgary lost twice in one weekend to Dallas at Clover Cup. Man, that's rough to play the same team twice. But they learned, and they improved their point differential in the second game. And they had a win over Oklahoma. They beat Evil and Jet City and lost a terminal at the Big O. So I'm going with Calgary here. I think Calgary has this. Oh, the wind. Oh, it feels so good. I'm sorry if it's bad for the sound. So moving forward, uh, the second round of games. Well, it still starts Friday night. We've got game five, Tucson Roller Derby versus Evil Roller Derby. Tucson has this. There's just no doubt about it. Um, let me tell you about Tucson. They're ranked number 43 in the WFTDA. They're from Arizona, obviously. They have big wins over Evil and Jet City this year. So no doubt they're going to beat Evil again because it, it was not close. But they did have super close wins over Terminal and Bear City at the Big O. Um, they had some losses to Blue Ridge, Team United, and Dallas at Midwest Buhaha. But with jammers named Mystery Meat and Shanna Banana Hammock, what's not to like? 
Uh, if you watch one game preparing for this weekend, you need to watch the last jam of Terminal versus Tucson, where Mystery Meat completely seals the victory for their team with lead and two apex jumps. If I'm really smart, I'll get a timestamp for you. But oh my gosh, just comes out like a boss. And then at first is like playing it safe, like this is gonna be fine, like we've got the lead. And as the jam continues, it's just like, oh yeah, apex jump. Oh, did you think you were gonna catch up? Apex jump. Like I I was just in stitches. I, I was so pleased with the excitement of the ending of that game. Wow. Uh, moving on to game six. Friday night at 8 p.m., Canberra Roller Derby League versus Jet City. Now, Canberra, if you're wondering, what is that? It's the team Shortstop used to play on and now plays on again. Uh, So if you're wondering where Shortstop disappeared to, have no fear. She is with her old team again, and I am so excited to see them play. They are ranked 39 in the WFTDA. And this team has not played any teams outside Australia this year or any year since 2015, as far as I can tell. But they have two 40-something point victories over Victorian Roller Derby League's B team and lost by 87 points to Sun State this year. That's nothing to sniff at. I have a feeling that if there's going to be a surprise this weekend in all these teams that are ranked like pretty far apart, it's gonna be this team because who knows how good they really are. We don't know. They might be underranked. It could be incredibly exciting. We know we like watching shortstop play. Who else do they have on this team? Uh, If you haven't seen it yet, go to their Facebook page and look for the uh, K-pop dance routine that they did together. It is so much fun. We all actually learned it from shortstop at RollerCon, and I was so happy to see a performance of it. Um, it's, it's really adorable. I think you'll fall in love with this team. And I'm picking them to win this game. Then we'll be continuing on Saturday at 10 a.m. with Game 7. Rocky Mountain Roller Girls, seated number one here, versus Happy Valley. And as happy as that valley is, Rocky Mountain's going to take this because they're ranked number 35 in the WFTDA. They've been here before. They've been in so many tournaments. I'm not even sure how many tournaments they've been in. So they are no strangers to tournament play. Um, They hit actually three big tournaments just this year, Besterns, Boardwalk Empire, and Clover Cup. Their closest games in 2018 were against Dallas and Sailor City. They beat Houston by 70 points in March, but only 31 points in June, so Houston learned. And big wins over Charm City, Crossroads City, Oklahoma. Sizable losses to Sacramento, who has been a fantastic team this year, and who I believe is one of our declined teams, and we won't get to see them play in the postseason, which is super sad. Um, They also lost to Queen City, Windy City, and Detroit. The Flat Track Stats Predictor says Rocky Mountain will dominate this tournament. Not close. They're saying Rocky Mountain will win against every other team that's going to be there. But will they? Well, I have them absolutely down to win this round, Game 7. Moving on to Game 8. We've got seated number 4, Terminal City Roller Girls, who have always been one of my favorites because they have so much spunk 
and I love their maple leaf bottoms. But I don't think they really got them out at the Big O, which made me sad. We'll see if they get them out this weekend. They'll be playing against Calgary. And let's see a little bit about Terminal City. They're from Vancouver. They're ranked number 44 in the WFTDA. They have had only five sanctioned games this year. They won against Calgary at the Big O and had really close games with Tucson and Jet City, lost to Sacramento. And, you know, I already said I watched Terminal City versus Tucson at the Big O, and Terminal was behind by as much as 50 points and fought back to a super close game in the second half. So this team does not go away quietly. They've got the fight in them. But it looks like I really just wanted to pick an upset at this point. I wanted something just a little bit different. And just like Team United did a great job in this spot last weekend, I think Calgary has a chance to take this one. So I'm cautiously saying Calgary could take this because they're on an upswing right now. Terminal's kind of on a little bit of a downswing or a plateau. Uh, a lot of players have turned over. I don't recognize as much of the team as I used to. And I, I think Calgary goes forward. So let's continue to look ahead. Oh, my dog's walking around behind me and distracting me. <laughs> um, let's skip the consolation games for the moment and just keep moving forward with the winners. Um, so then we're going to have Tucson versus Canberra. And I feel like Canberra is going to take it. I don't know how good they are. I can't wait to see. I think this is going to be a hell of a game. I think it's going to be a barn burner to walk straight into a cliche. And I can't wait to see what happens. I think this will be one of the best games of the entire weekend. Followed by Rocky Mountain versus Calgary. And this is where Calgary goes to the consolation bracket. Um, Rocky Mountain's going to take it because... Because flat track stat says not close. And I'm going to believe them in this case. And when it comes to the final game, as far as first and second place, Canberra versus Rocky Mountain, I have left this blank. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like Rocky Mountain is supposed to take it. They're completely supposed to take it in every way. But I want an upset. So I'm going to do like I did with Charlottesville last weekend, even though that didn't work out. And I'm going to say Canberra is going to be the super surprise victor of the entire Continental Cup, North America West. I, I think, you know, Australia is just going to come take another trophy back with them. Um, for the third and fourth place game, Tucson versus Calgary. I'm going to go with Tucson. They are hella impressive. And I think they're going to take this. Um, it, it just looks, it looks good for them. And in our consolation games, if I have all these correct, uh, game nine, it would be Pikes Peak versus Boulder County, and I've got Boulder County. Game 10, no coast versus crossroads. I'm gonna say no coast, because they are not going away without a victory. Um, and then game 13, Evil versus Happy Valley. I wanna cheer for good so bad. Doesn't it sound funny, Evil versus Happy Valley? I feel like I need to cheer for good, but I feel like Evil's gonna take it because they're 
They're evil. I mean, they're probably going to be willing to do things Happy Valley might not. Who knows? I, <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm sure they're a perfectly lovely legal team with lots of happy people on it, but it's just hilarious. And then I've got Jet City versus Terminal City. That could be really fun, but I'm going to say Terminal takes it because they're an excellent roller derby team and they're going to go home with a victory for sure. So those are my predictions. Check your your time zone to see when things are going to be playing. Um, tune in. Enjoy the tournament this weekend. I hope you enjoyed this chat, which of course went longer than I meant it to. And have a lovely weekend. I'll catch you next week where we'll do some predictions for Spain. See what those playoffs are about. And hopefully I can get a co-host so that I don't ramble so much and I can stay on task. All right? Talk to you later. Hey there, friends. Want to know how you can support the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby podcast and look super cool doing it? Our store has a bunch of roller derby designs that can be put on all kinds of super soft, high quality t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, notebooks, mugs, stickers, blankets, and more at Threadless. Whether you love cartoon animals on roller skates, like our Apex Predator T-Rex, or Jam a Llama, to messages like Roller Derby Strong and My Mom Plays Roller Derby, there's really something for everybody. Visit powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E dot threadless.com. Thank you for your support, and back to our show.